Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Good morning, everybody. Ten minutes, actually four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. And and I'm going to skip a lot of the stuff at the very beginning because when we have callers on the line when we start the show, then I think we owe it to them to just kind of go straight to them. But anyway, I'll tell you this, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question, if there's an argument in your house that you want somebody to arbitrate, if you want to discuss a particular issue, both sides of the issue, I'm capable of doing that. 602-508-0960. Real quick, let me tell you about Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. A great company. I've known Tom since 1983. Full service, family owned auto repair shop. Does all kinds of cars. And and what's good about many of the shops on my list is if they're not good at your car, they'll send you to somebody who's better than they are. So Tom has ASE certified technicians, and he's been around a long time. I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner, Action Auto Repair. Let's go to Mo. Mo, thank you for holding. Thank you for calling early. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark. Um, I've owned a lot of uh, the old uh, Gen 2 Dodge Rams, you know, starting with that body style 94 to 01. I've never had this problem. I've got a 01 Dodge Ram 4x4 with a 5.9. And for some strange reason, when I, I check the oil, it seems like it's not using any oil. I think the engine's pretty good. But when I go to put back the, the oil dipstick, it won't go all the way back in. And I've never had anything like this. I was wondering if you could tell me what you think it could be or if you don't know someone in East Sunny Slope where I could take it to to see what they think. Well, uh, let me let me ask you a question. The the dipstick has a loop on it, and I, I suppose you're pulling it out with the loop in the same position as you're putting it back in. I don't know if I am or not. Okay. I just want you to pay attention to that. It's not uncommon, not at all uncommon for... Let's pretend that the loop is 12 o'clock, 6 o'clock, okay? Let's pretend the loop is straight up and down. So you stick your finger horizontally through the loop on the dipstick, and you pull it out, then you put it back in. It's not uncommon for it to go back in a different way. It's not uncommon for it to have some kind of a bend in it that it didn't have before. And obviously, the bend would have been caused by something, but if it's something serious, it would have caused the check engine light. It would have caused a low oil light. It would have caused an engine noise, an engine knock, an engine clatter, an, ex- an engine click. Without any of that, um, it, it shouldn't really be a big deal. But what I want you to do before you go, uh, and, and to answer your question, just about any shop in town can pull the dipstick tube, order a new dipstick and a dipstick tube, and put that back in your diesel. I mean that's that's a piece well, no, of cake. It's not a diesel. It's not a diesel. It's a five point nine gas. Okay, doesn't make any difference. I, I, I thought it was a five point nine diesel. A five gas. It's okay. It's the same thing. Anybody can put a dipstick and a tube in there. It's just no big deal. So you, okay, so you think to avoid all the hassle with turning the you know turning the dipstick around different ways to get it back in, the easiest way to go maybe just have somebody pull out the, the, the entire tube dipstick thing, put a new dipstick in so it, it works the way it usually does. It should because I've never had this problem before. Well, I can understand that. How many miles are on it? Um, 
It's uh, 167,000. I mean, it runs okay. really good. Okay, but it has I'm nothing to do with it running. Okay, let's let's yeah. let's not let's not go on on different tangents here. It has nothing to do with it running. It has to do with the the thing's been around the world six times, so yeah, the dipstick's yeah. been pulled in and out. All I'm suggesting to you is it's not. Un- I have pulled more dipsticks in a month than most people pull in on an annual basis. All I'm suggesting to you is is I want you to pay attention how you where the dipstick uh, the 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 loop is at or the T. Where is it's at? And then when you go back in and you're ha- hitting a little resistance, I want you just to clockwise spin the dipstick and see if it goes right in. So what happens yeah, if you I've clockwise? Tried... Go ahead. I've tried that. I've tried that, and it just doesn't seem to work. I've never had this problem. So let me ask you this. If I can't get this to work that way, can you recommend someone in East Sunny Slope where I could go that, you know, that may be able to take care of this problem and I can trust? I, I'm... Just go to MarkSalem.com and look at the best car repair shops. You're you're okay, talking Mark about Salem. you're talk, you're talking about something here. You want it your way, and I don't think you can get it your way because this ain't no hamburger <laughs> joint. Okay, you're sliding the dipstick into a tube, a tube. Right. The dipstick should go in no matter what position in 360 degrees. It should go in. You're struggling to get it in. That would indicate if, in fact, we take you at your word, then you've got a bad dipstick tube. The question then becomes, how did it get bad? Did some monster right. crawl into the oil pan and hit the dipstick tube with a hammer? So it, the chances are 99% in my favor, 1% in your favor. I, all, I'm, all I'm suggesting is, is that... That you rotate the dipstick and find the happy spot because I own lots of vehicles and there's a couple of them that you the loop isn't loop at six o'clock you pull it and sometimes you have to stab it and then you have to turn it about a half a turn and then push and and maintain pressure and it goes in but just go to MarkSalem.com click on the best car repair shops and find one in your geographical area good luck Mo Paul good morning to you how can I help you yeah Mark I've got a 2010 Equinox 2.4 56,000 miles, and I want to check the fluid level in the transmission, and there's no dipstick. Could you walk through the steps to check it? Um, gosh, it, it's a 2010? Yes. Okay. No dipstick. I don't, I, don't, I don't know the answer. And your owner's manual doesn't describe a procedure? <laughs> no, they don't. Take it to the dealer. Okay. No, okay. all I know is there's no dipstick. There's an ad ad in it, and there's a plug that you take out. But they don't tell you if you you uh, engine temperature, transmission, uh, gear, if uh, park or neutral. Or, I wanted that information so I would make a correct check. Okay, I, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not aware of anything that you just said as being a procedure. To, to check the transmission fluid by pulling out sensors or pulling out this or taking this no, plug off there. Plug there's a, there's, you take this. It says you take this plug out on the side of the transmission, and you should just drip a little bit of oil. If you're not getting any oil, you're probably low, and it's running too much, you're over full. But it doesn't tell you, I want to know what gear should I be in, should I be at running temperature and so forth. I, I don't know the answer, and it's an automatic. I'm assuming okay. you're talking about an okay. automatic, yes. 
Well, anyway, I are you talking to... about an automatic transmission or a manual transmission? Uh, well, in, in Equinoxes, they only put an automatic in them. Okay. Well, you're talking about a drain plug um, check that uh, it applies to just about every four and five speed out there. So that's the reason I ask you. You take the drain plug out. There should be a drip or two out of there. You stick your little finger in there and you touch the fluid and you're done. So you're describing the perfect scenario for a stick, but you're, you're telling me you have an automatic. Um, do this. J- just call Transmission Exchange, Automatic Transmission Exchange. And ask one of the guys there, just tell them what you told me. I have a, 10, a 2010 Equinox, and it's got an automatic transmission in it. How do you check the fluid? And what would you charge me to check the fluid? And can I watch you check the fluid? That's all you have to do. Okay, and, okay. transmission exchange. Automatic transmission exchange. Automatic transmission. Okay, well, thank you very much. All right, good luck to you. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, 602-508-0960. And we already got somebody lined up. Who would that be, Gil? Yes, we do. Say hello to Tom. Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you. Uh, 2015 Dodge Journey. My air conditioner doesn't seem to want to cool unless I take it all the way down to uh, low, low, and then I can start moving it back up. Is that just maybe... Low on, low on Freon or something? No, that's not a symptom I'm familiar with. I mean, with respect to low on Freon. Low on Freon typically yeah. runs around the city. Well, and there's fan speeds. The, the temperature that comes out of the vent has has a lot of different moving parts. Um, let, me, let me ask you this. When you're driving around town, describe the controls on the air conditioning. Have you set it to a thermostat position? Are you setting it to 72 or 78 or 69? Are you doing that? Yes, I'm doing that. Okay. I, I, and sometimes I have to take it all the way down to it coldest for it to turn cold, and then I can start moving the temperature back okay. back up to 78, 79. And, and so what Otherwise I hear you Otherwise, it's heat. Okay. What I hear you is, is on the extremes, when I ask for really cold and really hot, I get it. Yes. Okay. Um, then I'm going to tell you. Your problem is just the at the time of the year it is, <laughs> because we have this all the time, and 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 for us when we check in your car, your air conditioning, your heater, we use temperature guns and we just gun the vents and the floor mat. But this time of the year, you got to go to extremes. If your car blows icicles, when you ask it for the lowest possible temperature and you're on maximum and you're on recirculating, if you max circ recirc and it's blowing ice cubes at you, and then you go to I want you to burn the leather off my feet on the heater and run it down through the bottom of the floor mat where you can feel it, and it goes to that. It's just the time of the year. If you get really cold and you get really warm, I got no place to spend money for you. I, I don't know what okay. I can do. I, but do that okay. test first, and if I'm right and you've got really cold and really hot, it's just simply the time of year you're going to have to adjust. If you want 72, you're probably going to have to ask for 68 or 69 to get the temperature you okay. want. Ten four. Okay. Thank you very much. All oh, right. You're welcome, Tom. And Gil, what did you say? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we have five. Gil answers the phones, and he says, would you like to talk to Mark? And you say yes, and he'll ask you what your name is, and that's the extent of it. And then he'll put you in queue, which means he puts you on hold. Then he says into my right headphone... I got a caller, Tom is next up, or something like that. And that's kind of how it works. With car repair, what the, the worst scenario that you can do with car repair is start the conversation off with, 
I've got a da-da-da pickup truck, car, or whatever, and, and, and I've got this problem, and Google says, and that just causes all of our eyes to glaze over. It, close, it causes our ears to shut because you've just gone from the symptom to the repair, and you want us to pick from the list of repairs that you found off Google. And that's just not any, all of us gray-haired guys, we already know what that's about. There's, it's a no-win situation. It's kind of like one of those questions, do you still beat your wife? Well, yes, I still beat my wife, or no, I don't. That means you're used to. It's just, it's just that kind of a question. I'm sorry for the analogy, but it's a good one. So we can't do that. It's difficult. We want to stick with just the symptoms. And, and a lot of times we can get doggone close, and there's three answers. It's yes, no, or I don't know. And it's okay to say, I don't know. We get women to say, I don't know all the time. It's tough to get the guys to say that. But anyway, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show. This doesn't require speculation. We have the exit polls in the swing states that said people did not know about the Hunter Biden laptop. And if they had, they would not have voted for Joe Biden in numbers strong enough and overwhelmingly strong enough That alone would have given the election to Donald Trump. Democracy is about accountability. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot. Did you know that most adults with autism are unemployed and a major hurdle is the lack of job opportunities? Well, that's about to change thanks to a new initiative from Autism Speaks. Lee Container, the J. Donald and Laurel Lee Family Foundation Fund and Delivering Jobs that seeks to create a more inclusive workforce in the U.S. Lee Container is a family-owned business that has found success by staying true to the golden rule. Treat others as you would want to be treated. There are hundreds of thousands of people with autism and people with intellectual or developmental differences who are ready and willing to work in our communities. Our coalition is committed to hiring an inclusive workforce, providing training for hiring professionals, and providing guidelines for all employees. Together, we can create a workforce where people of all abilities can contribute and thrive. Will you join us? We are inviting other businesses, institutions, and community leaders to join in. To learn more, please visit autismspeaks.org slash employment. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. 
Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Opportunities present themselves every day. Opportunities that move us forward. Opportunities to serve part-time in your community while continuing their full-time careers or education to help keep our nation safe at home and around the globe. Explore your opportunities in the Air Force Reserve. You know, 150 years ago, um, I started an auto repair, and when I did, um, I met a couple of shop owners in my geographical area. Al and Albert Kitts. Kitts Automotive was one of them, and then Bob Stewart had a garage plus a Chevron station, and both of those guys were really instrumental in helping me become a good automotive repair shop business person. And there was a lot of other guys that were part of my life back then. Mike Fennell taught me all I needed to know about alignments, and today um, I certainly know my way around a car's alignments and what the readings are likely to make the car do and all that kind of stuff. And then you've got Larry, um, uh, I'll remember his last name in just a minute, uh, who helped me with air conditioning stuff from AC Delco and uh, and a whole bunch of people that, that helped us out. They're the ones that kind of molded us, but a lot of the things that we didn't do back then, we do now, and a lot, and vice versa. A lot of the things that we did back then, we don't do now. So it makes a difference in the car repair. It's not uncommon for us to see a car that somebody else has looked at, and I'm quite sure other shops see cars that we've given estimates on the repair as well. That's just a fact of life. But we know that also shop owners know that we don't use somebody else's diagnosis and we don't bid the repair for someone else's diagnosis because if it doesn't fix the problem, the shop that spent the money or collected the money for the repair is the one that's going to be, you know, standing with their back against the big circle full of hay at the uh, archery range. The fact of the matter is, is all of us the gray-haired guys know that we're not going to fix a car based on someone else's diagnosis. We want to diagnose it ourselves. Now, that can be expensive or not. There's a, I would say a full half of the symptoms are something that can be accomplished in 5, 10, 15 minutes. Half of the symptoms. We can drive it. We can do some tailpipe analysis. We can look at, at the computer. We can look at serial stream data. We can do something really, really quick to kind of look at it. So if somebody wants us to replace the mass airflow sensor because we have an ignition code, that's going to be a problem with most of us because those two don't jive together. But that's how it works. So if you have a car question, we start with your make and model and how many miles, and then we just talk symptoms. That's the best thing. Now, if you want to say, do you think a fresh set of spark plugs would fix this? I'll comment like that. It's that simple. So just your make and model, and then tell me what the symptoms are. It can be an air conditioning symptom, a heater, a symptom. It can be a drivability. It can be a fuel economy. It can be a rotten egg smell. It can be all kinds of stuff like that. And who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Greg. Greg, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, good morning Mark. Uh, 09 Mazda 3. Um, 
we were going to replace the master cylinder on it, but we're being told that uh, the ABS is going out also. Um, do those typically go out at the same time, or is that you need a second opinion? Well, um, I guess the question is, is, what first drew your attention to the master cylinder? What was going on that somebody ultimately raised their hand and say the master bad? To, what, what's going on? Soft pedal. Okay. But we're not losing any fluid at the reservoir or the wheels. We're not losing any fluid. Uh, And um, so that's why they they thought that it was not just a failing master cylinder. Does the pedal, you say the pedal is, the pedal is soft or does it just, does it go further down than it used to, but it stops at the same place every time? That's important. I would say the latter. So it stops at the, the latter, same yeah. place every time. It's just the pedal's not as high as it used to. Correct. Less okay. resistance at the top. Oh, that's that's a piece of cake. It drives me crazy that somebody jumps from there to an ABS failure and all that kind of stuff. You don't even have a master cylinder problem. <laughs> you, okay. The master cylinder problem is the first time I hit the brake or the brake pedal, it goes kind of low, but then the second time it goes up higher, and then the third time and the fourth time. But if there's a gap between the fourth time and the next time, then all of a sudden the pedal height changes. That's a master cylinder that's bypassing. Bingo, we're done. Okay. ABS problems, it turns on the light, and there has to be something associated with one of the wheel sensors on the car. So the and then you'll get the ABS light on and then if you do a panic stop or a dynamite stop behind you know Safeway in the middle of the night behind their store there at 20 miles an hour then you'll get a chatter that means the ABS is working or you won't get the chatter and that means the ABS isn't working so and those are the things but I don't agree with either of those diagnoses I'll tell you what I would do um do you know by chance if that Mazda's got four-wheel disc or or disc front and drum back? Four-wheel. So four-wheel disc. Okay, do you ever use the parking brake? Uh, It's okay. My daughter's car, so I don't know. My daughter's car, so I don't know if she uses it frequently at all. Here's the reason I ask. If you have drum brakes in the back, the easiest way to get that pedal back up is go back there in the drum brakes, wash them all off, and readjust them. That's it. We're done. The pedal's up. We're back to normal. Disc brakes are different. I reason I ask you if anybody uses a parking brake is because we adjust the rear brakes, the rear disc brakes, by using the parking brake. And if nobody ever uses the parking brake, then we never adjust the rears. So sometimes dads get in the car and okay. they put it in in drive and maybe put the front bumper against part of the garage or something like that. And they just pull on the lever, just pull on the lever, boom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and pull on it 50 times, all the way down, all the way up. That ratchets out the piston which should bring the pedal up. But if you don't have a yellow ABS light and you don't have a red brake light, you don't have a problem except you have a low but firm pedal. And that can be corrected by just operating the parking brake. But you're saying, Mark, you're saying that's not, the master cylinder's not necessarily always that there's blow by going into the booster. It can just be a failing master cylinder. Well, no. If I don't think fluid in the booster... Okay. Then, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. The, the, you, you oftentimes won't see fluid in the booster. You'll see 
fluid running out of the back of the master cylinder where it attaches to the booster. So it's running down the bottom from from the middle of the clock to 6 o'clock down below the master cylinder, but it's running across the face of the booster, and it takes the paint off. That means the master cylinder is leaking out the back, and that needs necessitates to replace. You said the pedal was low but firm all the time. If firm right. means firm, that means we don't, we're not bypassing the master cylinder. A low pedal, the pedal height is dictated by the brakes, by the shoes That's and correct. pads. Okay. And, and, and here's the deal. When you wear out the pads, the brake, it takes more, more brake pressure to get to where the pads are going to stop. If you adjust the brakes using the, the way I, I just described, what you're doing is you're ratcheting out the piston, and the piston goes out and takes the slack out. Okay. And I'll bet if you do that enough, you go drive it, you'll go, oh, boy, that pedal went up a half an inch to an inch. And you'll say, okay, okay we're home free. But if, if the master cylinder's not losing any pressure, ignore all this, this, this Google hype about master cylinders bypassing into the booster and all that kind of stuff. Because if you have master cylinder bypassing, and you got a leak at the back of it, you're going to have a variety of, of symptoms that you haven't said anything about. And one of them is going to be a low fluid pressure, and one of them is going to be a stain on the front of the, ma- or on the, front of the booster. So you don't have okay. that. 10-4? Got it. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Good luck to you, Greg. 602-508-0960. We have five lines available. 602-508-0960. And you're welcome to talk about anything you want. Um, we can talk about oils and gas. Is it really necessary to uh, use premium in my car? Um, do I get better fuel economy? And all those other questions. But I will, I, will, I will challenge you with this. Fundamentally and operationally, what's the difference between regular and super? Now, I know that there's a difference in octane, 89 to 91 or 88 to 91. I know that. But is there any other physical difference between regular and super? 602-508-0960. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Are you interested in protecting your assets from market volatility, rising taxes, and economic uncertainty? Then tune in to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Rest Assured Retirement, Sundays at 1 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free no-obligation consultation now at RestAssuredRetirement.com. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, 1 in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. 
Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us, we're over here. Justin, Justin, OMG, he just looked, I love you, Justin, I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. All about that demon, all the more minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. No matter where you're at, you can call that number. It's a live show. We're on a 7 to 15 second delay. If you say a bad word, then we can wipe off the bad word. But nevertheless, you're welcome to call if you have a car question. 602-508-0960. Automotive Dynamics in Sun City is one of the largest and most trusted sources for automotive services, according to Mark Salem. It's family-owned and operated since 1982. I've known Chuck and his family since longer than that, since the late 70s. Um, they have really good technicians. They have a a, a performance plan for the technicians that benefits the consumer not necessarily the shop and 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 to some extent the technician so it's really a good guy shop they know what they're doing and they're not going to sell you unnecessary parts and repairs so if you're looking a good shop in sun city the only one i can recommend is automotive dynamics north side of grand just west of 99th avenue kip good morning how can i help you good morning a 1999 porsche 996 the LCD screens have, uh, <clears throat> are not working in like they should have anymore. They're very, very faint. Uh, faint. Uh, can't get them from the factory any longer. Do you have any idea where I might be able to get reproductions? No, but I, I think, um, I think what you should do is just simply change your Google stuff. I think you should use descriptive words that describe your dashboard screen, your Porsche dashboard screen. Repair, comma, uh, rebuild, comma, used, comma, uh, reconditioned, comma. 
I, I can't think of it right now, um, but you're welcome to send me an email. My email is mark at marksalem.com. Mark with a K at marksalem, Salem like that did for some reason I'm losing yeah I'm here hello yes I was dropping out I'm not sure if it's my phone or something okay no I it appears that it's on my end and I and I don't know what anyway in 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 the case of of a, of a shop that that they tell me that third of the time when they pull it out it works fine and when they put it back in it works fine and the conclusion they're drawing from problem and obviously the LCD screen has to plug into a module that's going to interpret the inputs and outputs on the screen and so two things I think I would simply get on the internet and Google some of the information about your car and use some good keywords uh, and and for somebody that that, that can um, can uh, can rebuild or repair uh, and then call a couple of Porsche shops they'll probably know who that person is here in Phoenix or in Arizona and it's okay to do that and you can do that by saying my brother's in Buffalo and he wants to know if there's any shops in Phoenix that can fix this or whatever you know just what. okay well thank you very much Gil. Gil. Okay, how about we just take a break now and let me down and come back in because I don't know why I'm going in and out. Mark Levin wants you to remember what got us here. Just remember when you vote and you keep hearing these Democrat congressmen from these marginal districts going on and on about, I don't agree with Pelosi, I don't agree with Biden, I don't agree with this, as they say it under their breath, the voter after voter. They did this to you. They voted to increase your food prices. They voted to increase your gasoline prices. Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. November 8th is coming, and it will be Arizona's choice to continue with the Democrats' blueprint for socialism or reclaim our Republican form of government and stand for freedom. The battle lines are drawn. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, Seth Liebson, and Senate candidate Blake Masters for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming to Phoenix on Sunday, October 23rd. Are you going to stand for this? You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I didn't think so. Join us to dissect the most important election in the history of our country. We'll discuss the economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights under attack, and the real effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour. Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, and Seth Liebson. For details, go to 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Job Creators Network and Midas Gold Group. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. 
We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. For help with food, health care, and other resources, call or visit 211.org. 211, how can I help you? 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. This election year, your vote is more important than ever. Be sure to register and vote. Our country's future depends on it. Well, welcome back, everybody. 42 minutes after the hour. When we have technical problems, um, Gil and I uh, are struggling with, you know, is it on their end or my end or whatever. But on my end, almost always it's going to be like a headphone set or an antenna or something like that. So during the break, I changed my headphones um, and I reconnected my antenna and my uh, uh, IP cable and all that other kind of stuff. So hopefully we'll have a good show for the rest of this hour and plus next hour. Kip, um, I want to address your situation first. I think what I'd like to do is I'd like, Kip, to have you send me an email to mark at marksalem.com. Mark with a K at marksalem, Salem like the cigarette.com. What I'm going to do is, is there's three or four guys in the United States that are Porsche experts and for years and years and years, I belonged to a 20 group where 20 shop owners would get together from geographically all over the United States three or four times a year and compare our bottom lines, who's making the most money versus square footage and, and how much are we pay our technicians and what kind of price structure do you have from your parts, guys. But there's at least three and maybe four guys I would like the opportunity to send your Porsche information to. And I'll, I'll do that, and then what I'll probably do is just put your email address there as well and say, hey, you guys, um, would you talk uh, to Kip about his particular problem? But I need you to give me the subject matter for the text. Um, so, so just email me um, your question, and, and you can expound as much as you want, and, um, and I'll have them answer you. And, and uh, I'm, I'm quite sure they've walked this path, and I'm quite sure they'll be able to help you. 
602-508-0960, the lines are wide open, and you're welcome to join us if you want to. Gil, you still have me, I think, right? Okay, good enough, good enough. It's them old head, that old headphone I was using, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't know, but it's okay. Uh, Blackwell Automotive at 40th Street and, and Greenwell. Tom, as well as all the shop owners I talk about, we're friends. We're friends. We have one another's cell phone numbers, and, of course, we play jokes on one another, and we complain to one another and all that kind of stuff. But Tom does two things really well at 40th Street and Greenway. He fixes family cars, but he also builds hot rods. So if you've got a hot rod and you want to restore it the way it was, or if you want to put some kind of a monster V8 fuel injected with a blower kind of on it, or if you want to convert the air conditioning to a, the newer model air conditioning or automatic temperature control kind of, no matter what, he can do that. The problem is, is from his antique and classic car side, he's probably booked three months in advance. But if you're thinking about that, it's worth having a conversation. It's worth talking to him, and it's worth getting in line because you can always pass when it comes your turn. So that's Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and Greenway. Another shop on the other side of town is Kurtz at I-17 and Bell Road. And Kurtz has been around since 1987. He does both gas and diesel, but we've been friends for a very, very long time. And I remember when I heard that Kurtz, every new customer would ultimately be visited by Kurtz's wife who had... Um, homemade bakery goods given to the new customer to say thank you for trusting us to fix your car. I just thought that was one of the neatest old-fashioned things in the world to do and obviously they have benefited from that. So Kurtz has ASC certified technicians. Eric is one of the best technicians I've ever met in my life and he works for Air, or Kurt and he's really Kurt's right-hand man. They work on, like I said, gas and diesel and they're all ASC certified. So if you live anywhere near I-17 and Bell, then, <clears throat> excuse me. Then uh, Kurtz would be a good place if you don't already have a car repair shop. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The the search engine, and I must admit that we in the auto repair industry use search engines just like everybody else. We oftentimes will Google things. <clears throat> One of the things we're googling a lot is part numbers. Because it's not uncommon for us to run up against our normal parts vendors. Now, my shop maybe has 30 different businesses that support us in parts. Now, obviously, we have all the dealers. So we have Chevy, Ford, Honda, Toyota, Acura, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, everything imaginable. We have that. But we also have lots of other parts vendors that typically are what we call warehouses, Warehouse Direct, WDs. Places that you, as a private citizen, cannot buy from because they're going to sell to guys like me, and then I'm going to mark it up 15 times my cost, and I'm kidding you about that, of course, and then sell it to you. So there's there's a variety of parts ways, but the most important thing is that we're finding out is, is find all the part numbers for the specific part you have and the one you're looking for. So we can go into any database in the whole wide world, and the part number happens to be ABC123. At that particular point, you can go to a variety of other places and and punch that in, and it'll say, well, if ABC123 is not available, then 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 is available, and they'll give you all the other part numbers because you see that part comes in 10 different boxes with 10 different part numbers. So it's not uncommon at all 
for us to look for a part number and be told, oh, that's six months out. And for us to look in another part number that's exactly the same part in a different box with a different brand and find it around the corner. That happens a lot. I've talked about that a lot, and, and I've had a couple of success stories of people who have done that. The real When this all started was a, a, fr- a friend of mine, Steve Ambrose. He used to work for me in 1979. He has a, a repair shop in, uh, I think it's Louisiana. And Steve called me, and he says, I'm looking for a, an electric rack and pinion assembly for a Ford truck. And he gave me the specifics. And I said, so what's the problem? That's That would sound easy. And he goes, well, he says, everybody around here says it's on factory back order and they're not available and we're three to six months out. And so this is what I told him. I said, Steve, I want you to go to rockauto.com and I want you to put the VIN number in for the truck. And that way they're going to give you all the parts for that VIN number. And when you get to the rack and pinion, there's going to be an option to explore other pricing and other parts. I want you to write down all those part numbers. He later told me there was six part numbers for that rack, but six different vendors. So it could very well be like spark plugs. You have a spark plug, but then you got Autolite, you got NGK, you got Champion. Um, you've got all the different spark plug makers with the same spark plug. It just has a different part number. So he calls back and he says, you're a wizard. And I says, no, don't tell my wife that because she would say that that's a lie. He says, I found one less than 30 miles away. I think it was 23 miles exactly. And it's in the box. I went and got it. I took my old one. I matched him up. He said, perfect. And it was about a third cheaper than what I had been quoted for the one if I wanted to wait 90 90 days to six months. Since I've done that, I've said that to variety to other people. And each and every one of them has called me back and said, that's a great idea. It worked well for me. I had a friend of mine, Dave, who lives up in Denver, who was looking for a particular air compressor for his daughter's car. And, of course, nobody in town had it. He called me. He went to Rock Auto. He found it that part number in a variety of other boxes, so to speak. And he said there was one at the AutoZone right around the corner. So there was those that that's what's going on in our industry and obviously pricing is all over the board. So if you're going to shop the part number that's fine but then shop the price if you want as well. But I would stick with a brand that you recognize, Delco, Motocraft, Delphi, um you know Dodge, Ram, Chrysler products, stuff like that. I I'd stick pretty close to those kinds of part numbers. Um I, and I would make sure that there's more than one of them available close by. And then don't commit to it till you get there and open the box and find out that somebody didn't put a used part in a brand new box and wrote the part number with a black magic marker. Those are the kinds of things that I want you to kind of be careful for, be careful with. Another shop in town that I'm, I've always leaned on a lot, especially in the northwest quadrant of the city, is Larry Harker's Auto. They're at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and I'm really proud to tell you that it's a good shop. If you live in that geographical area, it's a good shop to go. They are really, really good at diagnostics. They're really, really good. And when I first met um, Bob and Ellen, who own Larry Harker's Auto, I had sent them a BMW that had had an estimate of a couple of thousand of dollars um, because of water on the passenger side floorboard. Now, folks, the water on the passenger side uh, floorboard of your car means the heater core, which is behind the glove box, could be leaking coolant, 
And if that's the case, it's going to be green or it's going to be blue or it's going to be brown. Or it could be red, it could be pink. So all the different colors of coolant, that'll be on the floor. And, and, and that's an important consideration. But in this particular case, the water was just clear. And so the, the issue was, is where did this clear water come from? Because it's not coolant. And so behind the glove box is not only the, conde- or the uh, evaporator, which is the cold item that we blow air against, and that's how you get air conditioning, but the heater core. Well, in this particular case, what it was was that you know the cars drip water in high humidity times of the year, and usually you walk out and you'll see a puddle of water underneath the passenger's feet, and it'll be a, a drip from a hose that dangles down from the bottom of your car, and, and all that is is the drain for the evaporator case. The evaporator's going to get cold. It's going to sweat. The water's going to fall into this tray. It's going to go down this tube, and it's going to end up right below the passenger car's feet. The, the front passenger's feet is what I mean to say. Well, someone had bid this for thousands of dollars to go in there and replace the heater core and replace the evaporator and maybe even the case and so forth and so on. Then they had to recharge the air conditioning system and they had to flush the cooling system. And this was a huge bill. So the customer called me and I said, you know, where do you live? And I said, so-and-so. And I said, well, you're right around the corner from Harker's Auto. Give me a call. And so they took it in and... uh <laughs> Bob looks up inside and he can see that the tube is coming and it's clear water and it's not coolant. So he goes and opens the hood and he looks at the overflow jug and he finds out that the coolant's brown and a little dirty, but it ain't like the water coming out there. So he looked inside and he found out that inside the container there was a bunch of trash, paper, hair from the dog, dust and stuff like that. And intermittently that drain would plug up and it would blow water out the vents. So all he did is clean up the case where all of these apparatuses are. And he cleaned out the drain, and the car never came back. And the bill, I think, was less than $100. I can't remember exactly, but it was really cheap compared to the thousands of dollars um, that uh, everybody else wanted to do. Now, they probably would have understood what was going on once they got in there, but there was no need to take everything apart to understand that the water coming out of that hose was clear and cold. It was not part of the refrigeration system and it was not part of the cooling system and that made a big difference so just clean up that area and make it drain and it'll stop blowing water out of the vents so that's what uh, how I how I kind of met with Bob and Ellen from Harkers and they certainly came a uh, a good person in in our repair facility. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question or a car problem. 602-508-0960 and we've got uh, probably four or five four minutes until we have to say goodbye and then we're going to come back and we're going to go from 11 o'clock to 12 so we'll be here in the event that you want to uh, to participate. Um, the hard part with car repair is really talking it, we need to talk to the person who is experiencing the problem. And, and where we get kind of tied up sideways with that is the husband's telling us what the wife said or the wife's telling us what the husband said. It is in your best interest to arrange to have the person who is can, who can, can describe the problem and answer questions, have them talk to the technician or the service rider. Now, the technician, not typically, we're going to let you talk to the technician, but... Sometimes when the symptoms are a little bit screwy, 
we'll have the technician call the operator of the car, the husband or the wife, and talk to them. It just depends. It's something that's convenient for us to have them do that, but it's also time-consuming, and sometimes it's unbillable time because you you could have had a five-minute conversation, but the husband wanted to talk for half an hour, and the, and, the, and the tech ends up on the phone for half an hour. So those are the kinds of issues, but again, the person who, who knows the symptom the best should be the contact person uh, on the repair order when you drop it off for the repair. And uh, that will always make a difference because if the husband tells us what the wife said and the wife tells us what the daughter said, that's going to be kind of difficult. We'd kind of like to talk to the daughter and ask questions. Does it happen all the time? Does it happen with the air conditioning on? Does it happen with the air conditioning off? When it happens and you push it to the floor, what happens then? Does it go like crazy or does it fall on its face? Do you lose power? Do you go from 48 to 45 miles an hour? Those are the kinds of questions that we need to ask. And frankly, folks, it's, that's time well spent because you're going to save you a lot of money. Save you a lot of money. Because if you don't answer the questions and if you don't, we don't get the chance to answer, ask you those questions, then we have to go through and perform all those tests ourselves. So it's always better for you to just ask uh, or, or say or write down on the piece of paper that you leave with your car, I'm available at this phone number to answer any questions from the technician should he want to ask me, and I will respect his time. You write something like that, you're a friend of ours uh, from that point forward. And we all have computer systems, and so we go inside and we write down. The person to talk to in this is the dad, and talk to James at this phone number. He'll respect your time, and he'll give you straight answers, and he knows how to say yes, no, and the third answer is, I don't know. <laughs> we can't forget that that's a valid answer. You ask a question and don't feel obligated to say yes or no. You can say, I don't know. And that's okay. So anyway, 602-508-09... I think you said one minute, right? Okay, okay, okay. 602-508-0960, and you can stack up the calls. We have five open lines, and they're both all open right now. And Gil's going to answer. And uh, you say, hey, I want to talk to Mark. And he says, fine. He will ask you your question. He'll put it up on the screen for me. I'll say your name. He'll tell me in my ear as well. And we'll go from there. So 602-508-0960. My website is MarkSalem.com. And every show we've had over the last five, eight years is on my website at MarkSalem.com. Every show. We cut the commercials out. So instead of being a two-hour show, it's really only an hour and a half after we cut the commercials out. But every show's there. So if you ever want to go back and, and look at a show or you want to download the show, just go to MarkSalem.com. I'm Mark Salem, and we'll be back here talking about cars, and that'll be at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And we'll have another fun and frivolity in an hour.